What y'all know besides the rumors y'all been told about me? I've been popping down pieces, I had no ID. And I ain't never had a mentor like no ID. My mentor made a million dollars from scratch and gave me the formula but convinced me to stick to rap. I just got a text from Don Quan. He'll be home in nine months and I don't seem so long. I said, my nigga, how you been? I haven't heard from you since. I did Made in America and wrote to all Coralinks. He said, I'm good now. This place just makes us do some crazy things. My only focus now is getting out this motherfucking thing. He said this place stressed with me a lot. I cut a nigga up and end it in a box. My only focus now is coming out on top. How's your new shit when you drop? Have you been back to my block? Post a picture on your gram and say I still got shit on lock. What's up with Lonnie? Y'all still working, man, of course. Through the motherfucking war. I got that Lloyd Banks appetite. Hunger for... It is another week in the books. Mo, what up? What up, bruh? And all of those that are listening, man, just know y'all ain't had Fridays this good since Fridays was this good, man. I know that's right, man. We back, Mo. We got a great topic this week, man. If you know my voice, I am Spike Lou. You ought to be hearing it everywhere from man. From anything that you listen to, to sports, to TV, to mental uh-huh. health right here, to hip-hop, Talk. man. We're doing it all. Let's do it. Talk. Leadership and followership, Mo. Followership. Is that even a word? Followership. Followership. It, it, it is today. <laughs> I mean, why not? Okay, we going to make it. You know I mean, why, why not? Church. Followership. Like good church word. It definitely like it sounds like fellowship. Baptist that's what Sunday you hear. You word. hear that? Yeah, that's Fellowship. What followership. Yeah, maybe that's why I couldn't get it out like that, man. <laughs> But y'all know what we do here on another week in the books each week, man. Try to elevate the conversations that are being had mm-hmm. across the world, man. And starting right here with me and Mo. Um, you had a good week, Mo? You all right? How you still yeah. feeling? Yeah, Pause. good week, man. Uh, good week. <laughs> well, <laughs> close call this week. <laughs> close, close call? So they there's a so at work there's a guy he does a different department but they kind of trained him in the space that I work. Oh, he's coming for your job. <laughs> so, bro, you got a session, man. You got to watch it like that dog, during this time in the dog. Bro. So I'm like being low key, just like I'm, I I kind of check him. He's kind of getting trained a little bit. And I'm watching him over there, like as I'm like getting my coffee. I'm looking over there, like, hey, man, you are a character. That is, <laughs> I can see. Because that that one hundred percent fits your profile. I can see you walking up to the nigga, taking the strong oh like my slurp cup. So what you doing here, bro? Oh, Man. they hired you for that? Nah, he already he, this. like like already off the wham before he get into. It. I bet you can't do this. Yeah, yeah, they ain't gonna teach you that. I know how to do that. Uh, okay, like just walking off, just walking off with your coat. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. It's Spike. It's Spike's story. I I, I sound That's my weird. Story. Uh, nah, not I mean, not, not that crazy, but I mean, we've been working together. Like before, we relocated where they're they're supposed to be building me up. Well, finishing up my office, I'm sorry, hella privilege right now. But uh, he already been working on more of a physical part of the job, but he's doing some of the digital stuff. And that, they kind of alluded and talked about that at some point, you know, prior. But like now, he kind of get into it to like he was really getting into it to the point 
he was like kind of like I'm like hold up slow up bro you taking some my, my, my work now I'm kind of now you make me have to like kind of in my lane now, so bro. I definitely had to do so I had to be selfish today I had to kind of like grab the jobs off the site and put it on my desktop and I'm like okay because I'm like bro you, you got to go too fast taking all my work over here bro so but so I kind of be testing the temperature I'll be talking to him like yeah man what's going on like hey what's going on and then I'll talk to the the other guy that you know kind of trained him like oh yeah so what what's our new function what are we doing because i'm trying to tiptoe because i'm like I, I really would prefer somebody just straight up say hey yo if they hey we moving on we're going in a different direction let me know give me a heads up because I, I i'm good with whatever like i know what i'm you, i'm trying to pursue which is about this. as far as your job being safe do you yeah. feel uh when you if you starting to think it then you should probably start preparing for it like well if you, if you I, starting to think that then it's probably happening well, I I did start to think that I yeah, did, but I have, but you should, I, you should start just looking around and just just nah. testing the waters. No, I'm just saying I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, being no. negative. I'm no, just saying from a career standpoint, mm-hmm. you should always be able to have something in the pipeline to where if if God forbid that does happen, yeah, you've been interviewing, you got some recruiter contact because I mean you have a skill, yeah. So you definitely want to continue to market yourself in the job field, especially right now in today's economy. Yeah, I, I came down to Florida with the intent not to work for nobody. That wasn't even that wasn't even the plan. Yeah, we as creatives all had that intent. I I, I, I hope to be there very soon. Very. Well, but very I, but soon. I got but I have but a lot of us creators don't have a skill that is, you know, easily you know profitable. Basically, like a lot of us come in if if even if we're podcasters, a lot of us can't come in and do certain things that can turn into a profitable thing we're, we're talented when we get here but we don't have outside of things that we we can be independent and make money on without having to actually actually work for somebody i actually have a skill to do that however some things changed in our plan because i'm, I'm not dolo but i am married so some things that changed and that was the the play that i need to make needed to make so but yeah i kept an eye on it and then once i kind of got to understand i was like okay just you know relax chill and plus either way i'm, I'm not tripping about nothing man. god got me in um at the end of the day i know what i'm trying to do which is this i want to do this professionally so i'm, I'm good with whatever man. that's a good perspective to have and that is 100 a good perspective to have knowing what you want to do or not that really can't dock you off your path so i, did, yeah. I definitely respect that yeah uh so, so we talking about leadership fellas followership this week <laughs> what made you think of that well how'd you come up with um i don't know i can't i can't pinpoint the thought but i do think that uh it's something to speak about you know i know we kind of had a little fun last week with the fashion and uh, I thought I'd kind of bring it back into a little bit of a seriousness, but kind of, you know, just b- provide some introspection into something that, because I definitely got some takes here about certain aspects of how it's being promoted in our culture as far as being a leader or and not quite being what you think you are or being a follower and basically acting like that's trash. It's so it's so much to both sides of the of the coin. So I, I just thought it'd be something that'll be a great conversation amongst us and uh embracing both sides of that coin, you know. Um so I was very interested and I I am very interested to, to see your perspective on both of those. I look forward to getting into it, but before we get there, we always start with the off deck questions. We said we was gonna stop explaining what it was. Check out the <laughs> on deck TV show yes, every Wednesday. 
this week what we talk about um rap your uh good rappers oh, dropped a bad album good rappers bad albums man stole that straight off the headlines from somewhere else i can't remember where we got that from but it was a yeah. good topic had fun doing that from the on deck show mo has an off deck question we talked about cardi b mm-hmm. and offset they got their own mcdonald's meal two people that probably never rap again because they got so <laughs> many sponsorships guy. and deals yeah. um what was your question mo uh before I ask that question, man, I want I wanted I I was gonna chime in and hit y'all up like 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 a like the Orn Decker champion that I am, but uh, I, I figured I throw it out here. But I thought a great concept. Maybe I use, it, maybe I don't. I'm just gonna throw it here. I'm gonna put it official live. Maybe y'all can comment and let us know. But I was thinking, right. what if y'all did an episode about like the greatest number two? Mm. Like you know, how all rappers do they label. And then they got like the number two guy that was supposed to be the it guy. I mean, I mean, obviously it'd probably be like a Drake or whatever because he's after Wayne. But we not. But like, if you discount that and y'all come up, I was thinking about this. Like, bro, the greatest number two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coming out the label and whatever. So, mm, some just a good th- idea. some just throw out there, man. But uh, that is a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Like Memphis Bleak or somebody. What yeah, you like mean? a Bleak or like a yeah, like uh, Dro or like a you know what I'm saying? Like you go. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, man, I got it. We might have to steal him this week. Yeah. Appreciate uh, that. Mo, as the super on decker that you are. <laughs> but my question for this show on another week in the books, y'all talked about Cardi being offset, having a meal. And my question is here, I, it's some kind of fun, but Spike, if you had a meal, and I definitely thought about this, if you had your own meal, where would it be and what would it be? Where and how would much it would it be priced? Uh, I'm basic, man. I have a real simple palate and taste but i knew it um, i knew it <laughs> so it, <laughs> it would probably be like chicken tenders and fries or something real simple or okay my signature what i've always ate or like <laughs> you gotta say pause in the sandwich but i i'm a, a, a i don't even know how to say thing <laughs> like i've always eaten because it was the simplest meal to make so i'm trying to preface this like hot dogs Right. When my mom used to work, this pack of hot dogs, boom, mm-hmm. throw three of them in the pot and boil it. We used to boil them back in the day, kids. They still hit them. Boil hot dogs anymore. But it, I, and I ain't even talking about like the cheap hot dogs either. Yeah, back in the day, the cheap hot oh, dogs. Oh, you talking about beef boy, joints? Like, I still eat like the the polar sausages and jalapeno yeah. pepper. Like I run through them. So if that that would probably be that or so the Sonics. last one. What's that? Sonic. Son- <laughs> a, a chili dog from Sonic. I mean, I'm, well, I'm saying they got the hot dog, so maybe we can work with Sonics. You know what I mean? Like My favorite food is chili. Hands chili. down, bottom Okay. Line. But I have to make it. I probably only like mine. Like, that's some Spike Lee <laughs> shit. But yeah, like I probably only like my chili. That, that would be my signature, have it somewhere at a diner, make, get to make my chili and let them do mm-hmm. that. Okay. Any, any, any world famous chili. So is it the Spike chili or is it something else you want to, you know? That, that could be it that it could be that simple because it's, it's, it's bang okay world famous I, I like what about it. you would you have a meal somewhere absolutely you, you know me some extravagant yes sir sushi and my thai <laughs> fish shit. Uh, y'all know i'm vegetarian if y'all didn't know now you know i'm vegetarian so i'm gonna go with burger king they got an impossible burger so that's a given but this can't work for my meat eaters if you like beef whatever pause pause I said it. I relax. Let it marinate. <laughs> Golly, bro. Rest of all. Get that out there quick. God, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Get that out there. What world do we live in, man? Oh, uh, nah. 
Sony Impossible Burger. But here's the customization. It's a Whopper, so it's an Impossible Whopper. But what, what my specialty would be, you got you got to put fries on the sandwich. So the, it comes with fries on the bottom, and then on top with the rest of the toppings, you got the jalapeno poppers. So it's like a fully loaded burger, small fry, and a Sprite. Come on, man. Fully Fire. loaded burger, small fries. I like that. Well, because I used to like rallies that fry love a burger. Like when I used to smoke back in the day, like I used to eat that fry love a burger. Crazy. You don't you don't eat it anymore. Well, no, nah, I, I mean I don't eat. I don't eat. You know, I, don't I eat would eat. Yeah, but but back it, but boy, I mean even up until that point, I still was. But like, like when I checkers used to, and rally the same yeah, okay. Yeah. So I used to get to it, but like I definitely do something like that—the jalapeno popper on it and the fries, and probably so be the, the mo meal, mo uh, food. Uh, I don't know. I had just randomly—you were talking about checkers. Like the funniest experience recently I've had at a—this uh, probably won't even <laughs> at a fast food spot. Me and my barber went to go grab some to eat before he cut my hair, and I've never heard anyone. You know when the person comes on and they're like, "Hey, thanks for coming to such and such. Would you like to try our blah 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 blah?" I've mm-hmm. never heard anybody say yeah. She was like, "They welcome to Checkers. Would you like to try our Big Buford meal, Big extra Buford. large?" <laughs> and nigga was like, "Absolutely, I would. Yes, thank you so much." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That nigga, but he 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 got steel stomach, so I could absolutely see him eating a big. Yeah, meal. He's adventurous like that. Detroit nigga. Definitely Detroit is, yeah, he 100%. That's tight. Shout out to him. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, man. But all right, so the mole meal is gonna be at Burger King and Spike to lose Spike Chili. I'm putting it in stores. We branding it all across the nation. Nice. Get a can of it from the store. Can you make white chicken chili? I tried it, I really didn't like it. Okay, I got you. I mean, it was cool. I ate it. Dude. It's just not. I chili. like red chili, but I just like red chili so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I make a really good chili too. If yeah. you it's eat it spicy for moms to cook that when we're coming up, so oh, I you better believe it, boy. It's some chili in there. But three days later, it's some chili in there. We can move so on, but you like spice or no spice? Super spicy. Like I okay, so nose running. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Like this, like slick. This too hot for you. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah. warn somebody like it's hot, bro. Like, that's <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Because if you don't tell somebody, be mad. They like, ah, damn this, you know. Boy, <laughs> yeah, that hot, that hot, 100. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thoughts for the week, Mo. Before we get into the topics about leadership and followership, I'm gonna get mm-hmm. that right before we get out of here. I promise you. <laughs> uh, um, last week we touched a little bit about Scarface mm-hmm. going to the Grammys and performing. And he and Willie D, they do a podcast, Ghetto Boys United, every week. As they were introducing the podcast, I didn't listen to the full episode, but Willie D seemed to have had a problem with Scarface going to do the show alone. I wanted to know what you thought about that, because of course they were in a group. The song that Scarface performed was a group song. It wasn't a solo song. It was a group song that they did. And Scarface's position was, now, bro, you should be happy for me. They had this big-ass thing about hip-hop on music's supposed, I'm air-quoting here, biggest stage, the Grammys. And our group, something you and I did 40 years ago, was recognized. And Willie D's position was, yeah, but I wasn't there, bro. I would have loved to have been there. Mm-hmm. 
What say you, Maurice? Yeah, Scarface out of pocket, bro. You out of pocket. Like if it was like they he did his like like Mary, 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 or did something like whatever, you know, his own solo by any means. The fact that you take got the nerve to say you're not happy for me. What are we talking about, bro? It's two out of three of us left here. And you did what the solo. Whoa, 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 whoa. What you say Willie Willie D said he wasn't happy for Scarface. What I'm saying, Scarface said that he should be happy. Well, he told Willie D. Oh, oh, okay, I got you, got you, got you. Got so you. it's like, whoa, excuse me. Yeah. Like they requested Ghetto Boys, and you came out as Scarface. <laughs> what are we doing? He way out of pocket for that, bro. Scarface is. Yeah. So play this out with me. Then. Okay. I ain't gonna reveal which side I'm on. They call you. You Scarface, and they're like, we want you to come perform the Ghetto Boys song at the Grammys, right? Grammy people, whoever, however they find you and reach you, maybe your manager, your agent, whoever mm-hmm. called you and they tell you they want you to come perform. It. What do you say? Okay, let me let me let me talk to my um, let me talk to my partner. Mm, you're saying that now, in retrospect, bro? Nah, bro. I'm not moved so, like I'm not moved like you, like because y'all. Okay. Well, wait. Would you assume, since you guys do a podcast together, they're not they, these guys communicate? I would assume. Okay. Would it be safe to assume that he thought that Willie D got the same call? No. Wouldn't be safe to assume that. Never assume. As partners, he everybody he's the face of, of Ghetto Boys. You don't come on. No, I'm just saying, as partners, mm-hmm. would it be safe for Scarface to say, "Well, I'm sure they call Willie too." If somebody if not they, ask them a further question on, well, have y'all talked to Will? Like, I, like if if, you're if, you saying, call, if they call Scarface and they asked him to do it, and all he said was, "Yeah, cool, book my book my information." You're saying that you don't think that that would be kosher? No. Like you feel like that his question, after being told that he's going to perform at the Grammys, probably something he's never done, should be okay. Well, what about Willie D? No, it should be okay. Let me. Uh, sounds good. You can put us on there. Let me. Uh, let me talk to my. Let me talk to the group. Or That's just say sure. Put us on there, and then talk to him. And then if he can't do it, go from there. Communicate and say, hey, well, it's it's going to be me. Uh, he can't do it for whatever inconvenience. He's, it doesn't fit his schedule. I'll still be there. But no point to me should there have not been any communication to your partner that you podcast with and y'all been knowing each other for 30 plus years. Period. There, if somebody calls you, if somebody calls me, Spike, they say, hey, yo, Spike, Mo, y'all podcast. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving what y'all doing. I love I, I get it. They're talking to me for our, our hour, really getting into it. I'm chopping them like, man, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. We want to really offer y'all a deal. You think I'm not going to say, okay, that sounds good. Let me talk to my partner first and I'll get back to you. Why would I assume, oh, they had an hour conversation with Spike too. This is the Grammys. Why would I assume y'all going to have the same? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get where, are you saying he should have considered that or that's a proper assumption? Well, I'm just wondering why he wouldn't, why it wouldn't come up. That's it. I'm not saying that it was right or wrong. I'm wondering 
if you do a podcast with someone every week, it almost seems malice. Like you had malice intentions. If it was never, I mean, if you never mentioned it, because how would we sit here and do this every week? I'm sure that you had plenty of planning. I'm sure that there was a call long before the Grammys happened. So I'm just wondering, how did it never come up? Unless you were trying to avoid having the conversation, unless they told you that Willie D couldn't come. That's what I would be. That's what I'm wondering. Because I'm not, I, I'm not thinking that. Again, if I'm Scarface, I could understand having that phone call and never mentioning Willie D's name. So I don't agree with you there. Like you called me, they called me, or they get in touch with my representation. They're like, "Hey, we doing this thing at the Grammys. We want you to come do the Ghetto Boys song." Okay, cool. Book it. Would be my word. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wonder with them right there on the line. Is will did y'all call Willie too? Well, I yeah. wouldn't assume that they did. But however, to your point, as a partner, it's already in my head if I'm going to Willie's going. Because that is our song. Like, even yeah. if they didn't ask me or I didn't ask them, the next call to me, which mm-hmm. is where I see like the, the disconnect, the next call to me would have been the nigga did the Grammys just call you, nigga, mm-hmm. they want us to come perform. Mm-hmm. And if Willie like, oh, well, they didn't call me. What's up? I don't know. Then the, the, uh, well, do you want me to get your ticket or can you get your ticket? Because mm-hmm. you clearly are going with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why you didn't get the call. So I, I, I don't know why that didn't happen unless they were purposely trying to not have Willie be there. That I do hold Scarface accountable. Why? Why do you think if that's just that's just kind of theorizing? If they were to say, well, we we just want you. We only got this amount of time or whatever this. We only want your verse or whatever. I don't know what the whole stipulation is. Why do you think they wouldn't want Willie D? If if we're just theorizing here, why would they and not? Big name. And Willie D's super controversial. If you have I can I mean, see like that. the stuff that he gets into on the podcast, some of the stances that he's had about mm-hmm. COVID. Like there's a lot of stuff that he he ain't. So you thinking that's probably what it is. It could be. It definitely could be. It definitely so, could have been presented to Scarface and Willie D coming. You can't. Let me let me steamroll it a little further. So Willie D gets into it with Scarface on their pod from the clip you mm-hmm. sent me, and he yeah. starts to express what he felt. Right. Scarface immediately tries to kind of you know really just apologize, say he you know what, defuse. Yeah. However, I think again that's. It, Number two, you you're, you're out of pocket because because you are you you're you're trying to jump. You, see, this is what people make the mistake of. You jump out there on accountability, and you but you still oh if if you have wronged somebody and you have a relation relationship with them, you owe them a chance to let them speak, even if you already know like okay, my bad, bro, I'm bad. Give them that. Why are you robbing them from this moment? Even if you don't care about nothing they about to say because you already know you're wrong, you owe them that. Because you've already mm. wronged them, give them that space to speak. Because after that, it ain't gonna be spoken about again, or you're not gonna have to hear it again because you've allowed them to have that. But him trying to fast track, it just felt like he just treated him like he was a non-factor to me, bro. I I really didn't like that dude. Like he treated Willie D like he was a non-factor. Like in that moment where it's like, okay, my bad, I, I'm 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 bad, or I, I made the wrong decision, I shouldn't have did that. Like right away, like you're trying to fast track the accountability, and I know he meant it, but. Don't, man, don't treat my my feelings and what I'm speaking of as an afterthought. Allow me to have this. Period. Okay. So we got a relationship. Play, that, that's fair. Let's play devil's advocate, though. 
look, let's look from the other end of it and where the Scarface is looking at it like them people told me they didn't want you to come you know exactly why they don't want you to come because of the shit that you said and I've been telling you our whole career ease up on that shit if you want these opportunities and I'm getting because Scarface is the bigger name we could agree mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. I've been over this with you Willie like you're never gonna get these phone calls if those are the stances that you are continuing to take so I'm not and this is the, I'm glad you brought that up that's kind of the position that I sense the Scarface was having like I've had these conversations with you bro I've had these conversations about what you could do better to be in these positions to where you're going to get the same phone calls that I get. I've had to bend and break myself to be Scarface, but now you're trying to ride my coattails. I'm out here doing what's right, and you feel like you can say whatever the fuck you want to say and still get in these places where you're not going to be allowed if I wasn't in there. Like I want you as a partner to get the call Willie D. I don't want to have to bring you as my plus one. I want you to be just as big as me. I want you to learn how to conduct yourself as a star. Like it seemed like he like those dudes been in the group for 35, 40 years. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this ain't nothing new. It just seemed like Scarface's position was like, bro, like I've gone over this with you a thousand times. And like what you said, you brought up a good point. As homeboys and as having feelings for you, yes, I'm genuinely hurt that you didn't get to experience that because it was great. However, as someone who has to hold you accountable as a homeboy as well, I've been told you that shit wasn't going to fly, bro. And you're not going to get these phone calls. Mm -hmm. So what if that was it? Could you see why he would be frustrated or short with him in that sense? Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. If you say, hey, you know, yo, like like you said, all the things that you said, sure. But I do also think they did they call for ghetto boys or Scarface? They definitely call for Scarface. Okay. Because why movie. are you performing ghetto boys? Because that's the most notable song. No. Like if we get into the logistics or the 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 what makes sense of it, the, like my mind's playing tricks on me. That's the that's the appropriate song that needed to be sung right there. I don't even know how huge that really is. <laughs> yeah, you would. Like, I mean, that was before your time. But, that was, but, a, big but, I it mean, was a big deal. Though. It was yeah, a I know. Charlemagne speaks about it a lot. I mean, that was TV. part like, of the name of his book. Of yeah. Yeah, that was a big, that, that song was a big fucking deal. So yeah. I could see where Willie, Fee, Willie B would feel a way though. Like, bro, like that. I was a part of that, nigga. Like, you yeah. got to stand up there and, and glow in yeah. that success. Even alone, if you just I, do your verse, I, I just, bro. Sometimes it just depends on the situation. Sometimes relationships are more valuable than opportunities. Mm, I just think that. that people over people just be so, and I it's my it's probably my mentality on money or my mentality on my faith or, but I just think that some things relationships are more valuable than opportunities. It's like okay, sure. Oh, it's the Grammys. It's this. I can go out there. I can be representation for the South hip hop or hip hop's history. Sure, but if mm. I don't care what's notable, if I'm going to be Scarface, I'm going to perform Scarface songs. All due respect, this is well, my guy. Nah, man, this is my guy. Okay, and and regardless, they're like, okay, well, we're going to move on and go a different direction. All right, well, you just you're gonna. I'm already set. I'm yeah. already good. So okay, that makes sense. So let me ask you this, because that's a great point and pivot place. We've talked about this on the show, talking about resentment and relationships and things of that nature. 
and we just talked about it here when you're talking about pride of your work scarface views himself as probably the best rapper from the south the ghetto boys part is a part of my story as well mm -hmm. so because you can't conduct yourself willie d in the proper manner i have to rob myself of this opportunity of probably being the best person that has ever picked up a pen and wrapped it to a microphone from my region because i'm showing loyalty to my friend i don't get my proper respect for the work that i put in but as hard as i've tried to do this i'm finally getting to perform at the grammys this ain't something to sneeze at maybe it should be because they don't show our community the proper respect however that's another conversation but right here me scarface arguably one of the best rappers ever to come from the south i'm going to turn down the opportunity on music biggest stage for one of the most memorable songs in hip-hops because they don't fuck with my homeboy this is not going to be the like if you're thinking like okay this is going to finally be the time i'm going to i'm going to get to be represented as the best nah, i just this i get my due like I finally made it to the Grammys. It's like you, you getting your due. That's his stage. Like if that's what if that was a bucket list thing for him. Like I I, I went through the grind. I got a five mic album. I'm Scarface. People respect me as this person. Okay. A Grammy performance puts the cherry on top of this. But now I'm being okay. loyal to you, my brother. Like right. I'm, I'm gonna put all of that on the back burner in my career because mm -hmm. you can't come to an agreement with the Grammys. Still okay. You're right. Bucket list, sure. I always dream to do this, regardless of what I feel about the Grammys. Mm -hmm. Why can't you tell me this? That's a good, that that's the good point. That's secondly the conversation. That we that's what I'm saying. At, Why that can't you be, just say that then? Just say, look, that, bro, they don't want you there, or look, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to perform Ghetto Boys. They don't want you there. And I can't uh, bring. I, I wish you could be here, my nigga. Look, like bro, that should been had before you see me on TV mm -hmm. and, and I'm performing. You're like, what the fuck? I ain't know but, nothing. But, but, about but check that. this out. And then how hard is it to say? I don't know if he did or didn't communicate with him, but if he didn't communicate with him, y'all get on the show and talk about it, or y'all probably had some text messages building up to the podcast. How hard is it to let your homeboy cook? Let him speak. Who cares what you've oh, spoken? Yo. That's yeah, my problem. Man. It's like but okay. I think that's that's they safe space though, bro. That that's their place where like I, I can't let you cook because you've been doing this for 20 years, bro. Like you've been putting me in this fucking position for 20 years, my nigga, and now you sitting here playing the victim. Bro, you're not gonna cut me off for 15 cook. seconds though. Come on, dog. <laughs> Respect, dude. Like you're not gonna cut me off 15 seconds where I'm like, let me speak this. This is what I felt. I don't yeah. cut me off. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm accountable. I was wrong. I'm not, we're not doing that. Come on. That's fair. You ain't got that level. Of, come on, bro. Like, Here's a friend that I am. If I'm Scarface, though, I'm bringing Willie D anyway. I'm having a conversation with him after the Grammys call. They didn't call you. Damn, I wonder what's up. And I'm calling some of my people, wondering, getting the, the skis as to why they not calling Willie D and why he ain't involved. And you just my plus one. Like, let somebody turn me around because you with me. That's what that's that's the line that I would have pushed for my friend. Like I'm, I'm gonna bring you anyway. We're gonna get you a pass. You're gonna come all the way. We're gonna try to get you to stage. Goddamn near. They ain't gotta know nothing about it. Well, we just on our own plan. I do think yeah. that's how I would have <laughs> that like like, I got That sounds like around. a spike blue flare. Yeah, right I'm not getting all the way here tuxedoed out. Yeah. And that's and even like, more. Then now I got a chance to like turn up on y'all because y'all turning me away. I had to put all of this time man, and effort bro. in this. Y'all trying to tell me just because Willie D here, I ain't, oh, y'all got me fucked up. 
I want the news people here. I want people to see this commotion that's gonna go. I'm gonna fuck up y'all show. Cause y'all want Willie D on stage. I'm gonna fuck up the whole night. Well, just put a Willie D shirt on, man. Like no, some kind of like, you know what I mean? Some kind of next Kyle gonna be the Willie. And again, too, they may not even be friends like that, though. They might just like do the podcast, be business associates, and that's how that came out. But like if that was my boy and boy, like that was like my ride or die, you coming with me, bro. Yeah, they, they gonna have to turn us around. Or, or we, or, I mean, for me again, it's just like nah. We go if, if y'all take it's a again like the brotherhood thing I spoke about on the college episode. It's like it's all of us and none of us. Like I'm not, I'm not even doing that though. Me personally, I'm not gonna try to test the lines there. No, this is what's the understanding. It's all of us or none of us. That's it. Like it ain't no. I'm gonna figure out now if it's bucket list. Okay, we're gonna. I'm, I'm call my homeboy. Good. I'm good. You good. We working off that premise until somebody turns us nah, around. It's, it's too good, much. You it's too you much. Good, I'm good. Why are we, why we, are we, work, why are we going to pop up at the event just to test Ain't the no water? Ain't no pop up. They invited me. Come you invite on. me. You invite come everybody on. to come. We got an under. Now nah, we got an understanding. Fuck that. I'm see, good. You good. That nah, that's man. my motto. I'm good. See, you good yeah. Okay. Bro. Let's see how that works. Let's see how that works for you, brother. Well, I'm come not Scarface yet. Like if I was Scarface, one hundred percent would have worked. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, if it was Andre. Yeah, I don't think Scarface got that type of merit with 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 those. I see you sleeping on Scarface. Nah, he ain't got he ain't got that he ain't got that Andre. Like you just oh yeah, I got now yeah yeah, we we bringing we we y'all want me to perform? Hey y'all, but I'm still bringing Big Boy. Well, Big Boy gonna get in anyway. Nah, but 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 let's say they say no, we really we're going for like this eclectic. We're going for something like let's say it's a real theme based thing for black artists, whatever. Where it's not even so much rap. Andre coming by itself, it ain't even no discussion. But but yeah, I'm saying like it's, but Andre could pull up and be like nah I brought Big Boy or I brought Dungeon Family. Nah hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I do not yeah. Do, you might have gotten away with Big Boy, but you talking about Dungeon Family? Okay, he could bring C Law. CeeLo can get in by itself, but you talking about Gilp and the rest of them. All right, I'm guessing. Y'all niggas got to wait in the back. I'm guessing, but yeah. But I'm saying I don't think like just pull up like oh I'm bringing like yeah but. Yeah, if I'm Scarface, I'm completely doing that, bro. Like you can't like who gonna tell me no? Y'all got security or something? See, you have a around? you like, have spike, you have such a weird complex with that authority yeah. of I we do. have an understanding and now you're we're face to face and you want to push the envelope. I'm bucking. No, yes. sir. Take yes. you and your black yeah. friend. You're out of here, buddy. Like, get out. Like, we we're well, trying to do you. We're doing you guys a favor. Like, they're not looking at Scarface. Like, oh man, we gotta have you these Jay Z. We're like, bro, we're doing you a favor. Like, this that's is. Why I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking that's at what it, like I'm saying. Said, but I'm not putting all the time man, and I'm effort. Scarface. I'm not putting the time and effort on a possibility at that point. You know what I mean? Like, at this point in my career, I'm not putting my all my efforts in for a possibility. Yeah, with the Grammys, I'm, I'm, I'm a full. I, I'm probably a full belief in Papa Scarface. There's no way y'all turning me around because of the big deal that I'm gonna make this if y'all do. I, 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 white people do this shit all the time, bro. I know you see this whole movie. Yeah, they do, movie. but this is Scarface, bro. Yeah, like y'all gotta show me the same respect. I'm a fucking legend. He is in our community. <laughs> That's what you're not Grammys, getting. Be. <laughs> you keep acting like this guy is freaking. I mean, come on, you just like, don't know like you're like, bro. Scarface was like, like Scarface is Scarface. I mean, Scarface is Scarface, but it's like, it's like even Future, like as huge as he is, it still ain't gonna be no. You just gonna pull up and bring? No, I don't care yeah, if you Future. Future can too. He can bring. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's a big name, bro. I don't think he, he he he. I don't. I don't think. I really don't think like. 
and it's not it's it, it's just like i said because it's not enough crossover appeal for me to just give you that like oh you can just nah we don't relate to you enough we don't feel the value of you that much in our community or our program that's what i'm saying like in our in our society scarface is he's 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 up there he's that guy but in their community it's like oh okay well we got some research and we found out that you were one of those uh popular guys from southern region and so we wanted to invite you we thought we were going to do a little hip-hop thing and they're not looking at it like oh scarface is that guy bro come on man people not willing to embarrass you if you press the line like press the line. Psych. <laughs> People ain't willing to think, press think the they line. won't. Think they won't. Spike. Pull up with your That's, how, that's how I'm operating. That's I can't. Operating. I can't wait till occasion come like this when we somewhere and Spike go like, watch this. I, I can't wait, <laughs> boy. I was born out there though. We used to do that going to clubs and all that shit. Though. Just like yeah. trying to walk in. Boy, you think it's a nineties, dude? Look what we have, yeah, man. Dude, <laughs> I love the nineties. What you have for your thoughts of this week, Ma? Uh, just briefly, man. I've been thinking about perspective a lot, like a, a, a lot in a message that I spoke um, at, on Sunday and then just just throughout the week. I just been thinking about like how important perspective is. So you I, I want Sunday. Yeah, I did. That's when I when I oh, spoke about one of these episodes. We recording so much now. I don't remember where, <laughs> which one mm. or whatever. But but yeah, I, I spoke on that. Uh, just kind of perspective. That that wasn't the, the totality of the message, but that was a big part of it. Um, but I wanted to ask you how perspective shapes your reality you personally and the dangers and the benefits of that i i just been thinking about that man i just want to kind of get your think, your viewpoint on it. i think it, it shapes all our realities 100 you have like per, perception pretty much is reality what you think your experiences in life a book that's helped me try to understand other perspectives is mm. Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers. Mm-hmm. And he just gives us different scenarios. But the gist of the book and overall of what he's saying is he bases it around Sandra Bland and the whole thing that happened with her and the cop that pulled her over, what he may have experienced and how she got to that point. But the whole synopsis of the book is you never know what got people to a certain point of them being right there in front of you and you deal with it from how you think they may be or what you think they may have gone through versus digging in and trying to get to know people asking another question that's where i get that from asking another question trying to get more insight as to why they have that perspective helps you with your perspective so i would say uh it it definitely shapes your reality but there are things that you can do to get more depth and truth to your perspective by being open to other perspectives listening asking questions as i always say is it hard to change your perspective yes 100 mm. percent. for you is it that's like moderate moderate yeah, it's hard for me it, I, it, I guess it depends on the area mm. i guess it just depends on the area huh what you mean So you'll get across certain shows or videos or podcasts like that may talk what about certain marital aspect. They may talk about certain uh, marital aspects of how they feel like this is what makes a marriage successful. Or this is what makes this work or this and that. And it'd be hard sometimes because it's like a perspective thing. It's like, oh, that's what that's what like you always talk about. That's what work for y'all or 
I don't think this is the end all be all. I think that's a part of what makes it hard for me, my perspective to change, is that finalized end all be all mentality where this this is one shoe fits all. That's where it's challenging for me as far as change my perspective. Now, where it ain't challenging is when you kind of back it up with a lot of kind of information and even personal experiences uh, that kind of helps at least sow a seed. I'm not guaranteed a change, but it definitely sows a seed. And I've, and I've changed my mind quite a bit, you know, what I mean, so uh, which is a, a part of natural growth. But I do agree with you. Perspective is super vital in your reality um, or perception rather as well. Uh, in your reality so it i don't know i was just thinking about it um just kind of the dangers of it like taking this percept and and i and we can move on but like a guy i work with like i really had to educate this guy he's 55 white guy white yeah and i just told him it's like man he, he just he's on that mindset of like the the world is it's just so bad and i was there at one point you know what i mean but i was just like i said well what are you watching He's watching. I'm like, well, I'm seeing this, and the government they make me so mad. I was like, okay, but wait, 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 wait. So, and see, one of these guys comes into work every day with one of those conspiracy theories or something like that. Is that what? So, you yeah, mean? yeah. Even conspiracy theories or like some like kind of negative news. He's been turning the corner here lately, though. A lot of Fox News stuff like that. I mean, uh, maybe or like just YouTube or like whatever. Like he's been he's been turning the corner here lately, though. He's really been. I mean, but as I've been talking to him, we talk about perspective. I've been picking up these different things about his life that makes a lot more sense to what shaped him the way he is. And but I've been laboring with him. You know, I've been talking with him about, you know, trying to be positive, optimistic. Uh, I've been talking to him about my faith. I've been talking to him about how what can you do to put good back out there? You know, what I mean, like I say, OK, you looking at what they doing. What are you doing, though? How did this is so interesting to me? Yeah. How did this relationship start? Like, did he come up to you one day, or did you guys work in a close proximity? Break room. I just started talking in the break. In the break. He approached you. Break room. It's always like we all like ironically we all kept taking lunch at the same time. Me, him, uh-huh. and two other women. One of the women no longer worked there, but uh, so, so it was would just, you hear him talking about stuff and comment, or did he come to you with this? I, I don't. I don't. You not explain it. I don't know. You know, white people they just kind of just talk out loud and maybe they're looking for a response maybe not yeah you know the other day the news uh they were talking about <laughs> i don't know like black people we don't know like i don't know like I, I i you feel maybe i need to say something i don't want you to feel left out there i don't know uh but somehow some way you know or to make you might make eye contact and i'm like oh you're talking to me you know but uh but he's really starting to take a real pause because I, I know i told him i was just like you gotta you're shaping it like it's that but i said while there's evil there's good too though bro while bad is happening good is happening i said now it may take more effort to look for good than it does bad but it doesn't mean that good doesn't exist you know i think that's why men watch sports so we don't have to talk to other random men about shit like that that was a joke i'm about to say upgrade upgrade <laughs> quick please no i'm just saying because i'm not <laughs> saying that it's a bad conversation mm-hmm. to have but men try to avoid it, right? Yeah. Which is why it's fascinating to me that you're telling me a 55-year-old white man in work and you guys have gotten this relationship to where he's actually taking your advice about his outlook in life, a young 30-year-old black guy. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, especially when you're from different generations and races, you never get to that point because it's a surface-level conversation that's always about, hey, man, did you see the Jets? The Braves mm-hmm. were great this week. And then you leave 
those things as your commonalities versus mm-hmm. finding a real connection. That's why I find it fascinating. I wasn't knocking it. Yeah, he's he's an intellectual land. You guy. You definitely though. didn't laugh at it. No, no, no. But, nah, 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 but here's but, why men talk sports versus that because yeah. they scared to get in those type of conversations. Well, it's like who? who it's interesting you, to me. Oh my bad. Go ahead. How did you have? Do you think that your background in like preaching or your faith what gives you the confidence to speak to this man life when he feels like so it's so terrible? Like what made you step up and be like, no, nah, man, shit is actually okay. <laughs> Uh, for one, like I just now got to a place of stop looking at everything. Really, this podcast has played a heavy part in like it's not just one way. This that speaks volumes to this black man conversation, this black man therapy, this black man growth that we're having. So that's been a heavy part of it. It's really challenged me uh, with him, and I and even then, I'll be honest. And I had a conversation with Dan. Shouts out to Dan. Uh, I'm not even like the most confident or courageous person to share my faith because I still feel awkward. But that's another conversation. But I I felt moved in, in my soul that I had to because he had questions. And I was kind of playing the long game, kind of going there with him, seeing where he's coming from. And he's talking about videos about death and talking about videos about somebody died came back to life and talking about videos about oh this is the first life that you die and you come back to another planet or he was going deep into other places and i couldn't go there just from an informational standpoint and just from my belief system so i said i had to just stop and say bro look i'm going i got this is this is what i believe and i just so you got fed up with the bullshit I, I wasn't even. I wasn't fed theory. up. I just couldn't play myself no longer. I knew. I, I felt in my spirit. God opened so, this door for me to like just share because that's what we're supposed to do as as those who are believers of you know as Christians. We're supposed to share our faith. Right? If they take it, take it. They leave it, leave it. That's not our job. That's that's God to to move into yes. their spirit to you know obviously operate and, and get them on that same page. But that's not our job. So I felt at that moment, I was like, you know what? I can't go there with him. I, I, I knew. I said, I got to just share my truth. And I just shared that with him. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. Because I was yeah. just, he would have been like far in the wind for me. Like, I'd have my headphones on. Yeah, like, but but, I, but you, but he, I knew even set aside my faith, I knew he needed it. He knew it. he I, needed that for me. Yeah, he lost, he lost his daughter oh, some years okay. ago. And so he's raising his granddaughters. So he speaks about her a lot. And so I just, I could feel it, bro. I'm like, he needs somebody. I'm not saying I'm that somebody, but I've just, so I was. God now. I ain't going to say I'm his guy, but he knows. It's just a little black kid at work, man. You'd be Maybe. Surprised. I'll take it. I'm the black kid at work. That's cool. Like if, if you're gaining and you're growing, man, but absolutely. I'm the black kid at work. That's cool with me. So, but so that, you know. that stumbles upon a place that I, I I've had a conversation about this week, um, and this puts it right here at the door. You do feel like sounds like that, like you feel like everybody is worthy of that from you. I mean, yeah, yeah. Really, I'm is not that, saying that, that I would your faith, like, because okay. and the example that I would give is. A lot of times I'm not even going to engage if I don't see, like, of course you get more from me. Like you go through the process, you may, who knows what you may stumble upon. But a lot of times I'm still guilty of like, bro, I don't, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to talk to this dude. Like if I'm in an Uber, I'm putting my headphones on. I don't want to hear nothing that you have to say. Mm -hmm. You seem like it comes from a place of, well, 
let me see what's out here. Let me pick up a conversation here. Hey, Uber driver, how are you doing? And you kind of <laughs> feed off that. Is that wrong? Or I'm not, I the, wrong ini- I'm not the initiator. You're not I'm, the initiator, but, but you people really, like if it come yeah, to you, you're gonna yeah. continue to engage. Absolutely. Um, I mean, why not? To, there's no there's that's a priceless Sometimes thing. You just don't feel like it, bro. Like I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to. I don't want. Like, I didn't get in this Uber driver. I didn't come in this break room. I didn't do any of these. But things what if you can provide a service? You. You're, what if you're providing a service that you didn't know that you could provide for them in this. 10 minute 15 minute drive you don't feel like it but guess what there's going to be something later on you're not going to feel like either like it's going to always be something you don't feel like or you're going to be like i'm tired or i'm what you're always going to be tired so it's like what if you can offer something this is priceless there's nothing you, you can think pay. that's your faith though like does that, that, no, that, I don't, I don't, that you're talking about right there you don't think that's faith no 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 that is a part of it but that's not I, I was doing this before I, I'm just now getting to the point Of trying to figure that part out But I was doing this before Just encouraging people Just on a general level In grocery stores Because people come to me It'd be something small We'd be like uh, They'd be like oh, Well I guess I gotta figure this out You know I got my, my daughter's Birthday party today And this and that I'm like okay well I hope she have a good time uh, You know how is she turning You know whatever Like just taking that moment to have a real interaction with people you don't know what how you can impact somebody i think that's overlooked like that's important it's not so much about everything else more than just impact like life is hard and depressing at moments if you can provide a moment for somebody to smile say hey yo i like your nails your nails look nicer hey uh you're doing a great job how hard is that we owe it to I feel like we if we want to change the cycle and the things that we see we have to be able to say hey I'm going to make myself available for this stranger period like see I I'm pleasant I do want I don't want you to think that I'm walking around like some curmudgeon with my headphones <laughs> on like nigga don't say nothing to me I agree with you and that life is hard so I always go out of my way to be nice okay like to the cashier like have a great I, I always have a great day Uber driver hey how you doing today like I agree with you 100% there I I, I hate people who just mad like you go to the, the fast food place what's your like they're just like mm-hmm. just mad yeah i never understand that so i do agree with you there i'm talking about the next step from that those people that can't just take the nice it was nice now they mm-hmm. got engaged that's what mm-hmm. that's what i'm apprehensive about because i don't always want to engage i engage a lot i talk wow. a lot uh, that's Throughout probably part of it my yes it's just i sometimes i just want to shut the fuck up because i talk that's a, a part lot of throughout the week that's a part Earth, of it, yeah here it is and again, like you said, it's about perspective. They don't know that. Yeah. They see a person is being nice to them, usually nicer than most people else. So, oh, I want to engage. Mm-hmm. But then they hit a brick wall. They're like, nope, I'm done, bro. Like, I, that, the niceness was it. That was it at the beginning. Cool. Mm-hmm. How was your day? Great. Hope you have an awesome one. Mm-hmm. Headphones in. I don't continue to like what you said. Oh, well, what, how, how old is she turning? And mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do that. But, but check this out. Because you don't want to do that And because you speak frequently These are the moments I want to Kind of preserve my speaking How hard is it to Figure out your technique You talk about your elevator pitch mm-hmm. How hard is it to figure out Okay They look like they're yearning For something more here They're, they're They've like And I don't mean like You got to figure it out Like you're reaching for something But I mean You could tell They're going towards something And how hard is it For you to be just direct Get them there sooner Versus making this long drawn out conversation With you being able to be Straightforward, very focused in your Your responses and statements How hard is that? Like how much would that cost you Of your life to 
do that, though you podcast and you speak often on the microphone. Because ultimately, you speak on the microphone to be able to encounter people in person. Right. So so you're saying if I'm looking at it from what would it hurt if I did engage with this person? Like what would it take from, a, from, from? From, from, like that, from a minimal standpoint, it's like I don't really feel like doing this, but I can tell that they, for whatever reason, they're feeling me or connected to me. I can engage them maybe straightforward, but it could be something that could be impactful. How hard is that? Oh, it's not hard at all. Is that what you asked me? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I, okay. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not, I wouldn't prefer to do it. Yeah, I'm of course. not cold towards people. However, if like it, the, the conversation is happening, it's happening. Oh, okay. I, I just, okay. I just go in and put my little headphones on up and understand that okay, I'm going to have to talk to this person for the next. Okay. Year, all right. Well, years. that's like me, though. I'm, I'm, I'm more along but that I, than you think. I feel I like you lean into it a little bit more. Nah, I don't lean to it like you Ain't think. I wrong do. with that, by the no, way. No, no, I really don't. Seems though. like you have the personality where you lean. Like a lot of people tell me a lot that I'm standoffish. And I never understand it, but this is the I'm. It's not that I don't care, but I'm just I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to engage. Mm-hmm. And if that comes off as standoffish, then I understand it. But it's I'm not trying to be standoffish. It's like I ain't. It to pique my interest, it takes something. And if I'm not okay. just interested, I'm not trying to engage. Like, but mm-hmm. I, I have to be interested. Mm-hmm. Like you have to present something to me. I'm like, okay, well. But does I it have to, to benefit you for you to be interested? No, no, no. It ain't got to be okay. beneficial. I just have to find it interesting. Like a motherfucker okay. could have told me, like you pull up in the Uber and and I just left Brazil. We've been backpacking for three months now. My intent, like, what? you did okay. what? Where right. you still did? Like now I got. I'm interested in what you're saying. Okay. But if it's just general shit, like we talking for small talk, like no. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. I asked how the birthday is and all that, and then that's the end of it. But. Yeah. Getting into, did you you have any thought more thoughts or? No, nah, that was a good rap. Okay, uh, getting into it, we're talking about leadership and followership. Spike, we live in a generation that really frowns on following. Why do you think that is? I don't know if I agree with that. I saw that wrote down, and I don't know if I really agree with that. I think okay. we accepted being followers now more than any time. In our generation, from Twitter to social media to everybody fucking looking and dressing alike to everything sounding alike to, mm-hmm. I, I feel like everybody is following everybody else. I don't feel like that this the following is at a low. I feel like it's at an all time high because everybody is so. And the reason that I feel that it's that way is because everybody is scared to be mocked or ridiculed or be not looked at as if they have the same cares or concerns. PC culture. People are scared to say stuff, so they say the same shit that everybody else say. People are scared to wear different shit, so they were everybody wearing the same shit. We the first time in our generation, like all the women with nice bodies look the same. They've gotten them all altered the same. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody is a follower nowadays, mm-hmm. with the exception of a few. Well, I guess I think like people. Well, I don't say. Well, excuse me. Let me rephrase that because I don't want to say that wrong. I don't think that everybody is a follower nowadays. I think that following is way more trendy than okay. it used to be. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But I think that it's this weird thing where because we live in this generation where everything's a gray area. Everything is a gray area. Everything is complicated. It's complicated. Like so, I say that to say, oh well, we. I, I see this and I like this, but I still do my own thing or I still do what I want or I still. So I think, I guess I agree where you're coming from. I think subconsciously and quietly people follow, 
but out loud in front of the camera and speaking they try to come off like they're not following that's what i think i think that people verbally or at least they try to convince themselves they're not following but they are following a lot of the trends so i don't know man i think yeah yeah they are though you like see what i'm saying they are. but they're like yeah. but they 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 don't like the idea of it and that kind of speaks to a little bit further in this the stigma of following but to keep rolling this thing how important is it to know how to follow someone who leads very important i think it's very important to understand how to be a follower as well as a leader um you have to learn how to do shit, man. And we talk about all the time here as far as influences and what you see and what that makes you interested in. I think that there was a time frame with being a boss. It's like this big push and everybody wanted to be a boss. And that kind of took away the aspect of people learning, actually learning shit. Like being fucking good at their craft, good at what they do. Um, and I think that's what's important about following the right people, following someone who has the right shit going on or is headed the same way that you're heading. It's good to have people in your life who are a little bit ahead of you. Yeah. And it's good to have people in your life that are a little bit behind you mm-hmm. because you can get the information from the person that's ahead of you. And you can also the best way to learn information is to teach it. So you can teach the information to the people who are like football book. I'm using that word behind very loosely. I'm just talking about, you yeah. know, some of your so friends are a little bit more established, some Further are more along, less established. Yeah. yeah. So you want to keep both of those around and be able to be a follower to get the information and you want to be able to distribute that information as well because that's how you learn it the best. So it's really important to follow, especially follow someone who's going or headed down that path that you've been on. How we... I'm sorry. I, how hard I, with all your upbringing and the type of guy you was or are or however you want to kind of put it in the boat. How hard was it for you to follow though? Because I, I almost feel like it seemed like that would be such a challenge for you. How, it was, it, it so was still do like who was the first person like, you followed? Like what? Where did that say? Oh, I need to like get behind this. Like what? Because I'm very interested to hear this. You know what? If I'm being completely honest with it, and I and I'm look looked at that person and be like, man, that was a, a heavy influence. I would follow behind that. It was my mom when she got remarried. Oh, um, I was working with her husband at his restaurant, mm-hmm. and I helped him. Like, he built the gas station from the ground. Like, he it was a, he owned the property. Mm-hmm. He kicked the people that were on the property off the property, like some <laughs> Arabs or something, because they had the gas station. So mm-hmm. he kicked them off, and he built his own gas station. But I say that to say I helped him stock it, inventory, see him dealing with contractors, hiring people. Subconsciously, that was a way that I started learning to conduct myself from a business standpoint. Be like, man, I'm seeing him do this. He's successful at it. I see the money that he's making. My mama got a, a great life. From that being her husband, <clears throat> realistically, I would probably say that was the first man that I patterned mm-hmm. my life or my process. I looked and get stuff out, hmm. and that was I was twenty years old. Man, yeah, that's about right. That, that's about you know, right. I didn't yeah. meet him till I was about twenty. Yeah, so that's about right. Like space of years. yeah, for yeah. sure. Like he, I, I'd never seen anyone that successful 
legally from a legal standpoint mm-hmm. and just how the the he he carries himself with an assuredness of I may not know it all but I know I can get it done I got the resources the money I know the people like I'm gonna fucking get it done that 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 went a long way for me seeing a man in that position of being able to do that and wanting to strive for that mm. so that would probably be the first person I'll say that I follow and look like damn that's I'm openly ready my antenna's up I'm looking oh. to hear whatever you have to say yeah, oh. asshole. Now, don't get it twisted. Like, yeah. I wouldn't probably even tell him this. He like very stern. Like, how <laughs> would you tell? Real, him I mean, that. like he he he's he an asshole to the point where like some of his family may not like his sons don't yeah. even deal with. One of some of his sons may not even deal. With. Yeah, <laughs> but he don't care. Yeah, that's like he him. Like, bro, yeah, I, do, I get this it. empire. Like, you got my last name. You can got to fuck with me if you want to. When you walk in the room and people say that, you're still gonna be associated with me. Is how he looks at, mm. which is arrogant. It's a way to look at it, but. I guess you're sure of yourself. You you you've embraced yeah, who you sure are. Himself, man. Very confident, man. Very confident. Uh, man. Cool though. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, that was the first person I seen. So that was first. What would you say? I I probably say. Um, I mean, my dad played a part in it, like you know, from a fashion standpoint. But like, if we want to go to the depths of it, probably around the same age when I got out of college, my um, my father-in-law at the time where our relationship was, like, he was the first man that I seen was like. He wasn't on BS. He cared. Like, he, the, the, the thing I took the most from him as we continue to move through, but he just, like, they struggled a lot, bro. They struggled a lot. And I ain't putting their business on front street, but they just, I seen them struggle a lot from his health to their family, uh, to their living uh, arrangement. Like, they've struggled a lot. And the what I carried from him is, like, he was a man no matter what. Like, he always just had to, like, we gonna get through this i'm gonna lead my family i didn't seen him stop everything let's pray i didn't seen him you know shed a tear like you know what but we're gonna figure this thing out and not like just be strong with it bro like not coward up you know what i'm saying and like my father uh he's not that same type of person like my daddy gonna more so if when it get hard let me figure out how to pivot versus stick through it you know what i mean like we gonna get through this you know what i'm saying not to knock my father because he's he survived this long two different styles two two different different styles styles. but like that that style him my in-law that style for me was like it taught me the foundation of my marriage dude like how to be a man with my wife and like no this is what we doing get behind this now it's cost me at moments because i've definitely made some decisions that cost us however this is your wife's dad right this is my wife's dad yes okay but Overall, if you talk about same found, dude you was beefing with, same dude. Well, I mean, you know, like I got, yeah, I know where we at, but at the time, you know, what I mean, I, that's why I, I still don't take nothing away from what was gained and what things were, how it's going to be moving forward. It's all good, but I'll never take so for me, just being a man, being strong, dude, what that looks like. He ain't had a lot of money, he ain't have like a bunch of cars, bunch of this, bunch of that, but what he had, I was like, I need that, I need that. So I let I, I so I followed him like from the church to outside of that, just how he would lead his family. So following for me is is super vital. Um, I want to ask lastly on the following before we get to leading. Uh, how do you know when this person that you are amongst is, I guess we'll use the word worthy uh, for lack of a better term, worthy of following or saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to allow them to hold that space 
because a lot of times, especially men, we're prideful. So we'd be like, I figured it, figure it out on my own. I ain't going to ask nobody no question. I ain't about to follow no man. I ain't about to. But when do how do you gauge it for those that are in the space still growing and learning, maybe even our younger black men that are listening? How do you gauge the person that's in front of you saying, hey, you know what? They're worthy of me following them. I'm getting behind what they're doing. How did you gauge that with? I mean, of course, you said your uh, mother, mother's husband, but even other people, mentor spaces or whatever. How do you how do you you know, what I mean, navigate that? That's a good question. Um, in the scenario that I'm speaking of, it was from afar and I based it off uh, results. I mm-hmm. saw that he was successful. Okay. So I saw that there was a good blueprint to follow if I wanted to be successful. Okay. So that wasn't necessarily a mentoring standpoint. What I would say, if it's more relationship based, more uh, mentoree based, is how open are they to you, your feedback, or anyone's feedback? Mm-hmm. I think one of the main things that a leader that we get lost, like what lose is us as society as leaders like leaders need to be able to take feedback and construction from the people that are following them so how open is that person you're following to the constructive criticism how open are they to like what you said your dad to pivoting to hearing new information and being like you know what i don't know it all thank you for that let's make this pivot still having the bravado for people to following them even though they taking information from other places because they know once they get that information they're going to make the best decision with it so i love to see you i'm way more open to following people who can be humble and transparent and like look i was wrong here Mm -hmm. here's what we're going to do to fix it here's a plan moving forward Mm -hmm. like you love that versus someone who tries to be right all the time or someone who tries to look like they're perfect Mm. because they're going to try to hold up this 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 image yeah and you can't you can't get behind it that's when you get dangerous i feel like okay what do you think I agree. Everything you're saying. Exactly. Like like accountability, vulnerability. That's what I, again, talking about him, like that's what I connected with. I, I seen an imperfect man. Yeah. And that was so vital for me, bro. It's um, wrong when you can see somebody. Man, like people yeah. don't realize, when you, somebody can be like, man, I was wrong. Damn. Like that's, yeah. that, that goes a long way for you. It goes so far for me, bro. Do you consider yourself a leader? I don't, man. What? That's right or wrong. I do not. I, I don't. I sure thought otherwise. Why? I gotta hear. It. Why? Why not? Why not? Maybe it's only childness, or not. Oh. You know, the, the fatherness. But I, I, I ain't never had the brother or nothing. Be like, come on, let's do this to do that. I'm more so. I'm gonna do this. You can join in if you like to. Mm. I, I, I'm not really great at corralling the troops, rah rah, like let's go do this and here's the plan. I'm working on it because I know that it fits my personality. Yeah, it do. But nah, I don't. I really don't consider myself. Have you been put in a leadership space? Yeah, yeah. I have. How did you do? Um, I feel like I do well. Like no one has. Like yeah, I, I, I do. I, I can do it. I just never looked at myself as it. I would say. Hmm. You know? Taking taking the other part out the the like the, the lack of father and and only child, is there traits about yourself that specifically say this is why I never look at myself as as a leader? Because it's like you said, I feel like it fits the build. You know, you, you, you kind of having like a focus, having your convictions, having uh, strength representing strength, strong personality rather. Um, 
and accountability. You know what I mean? Like, do you think, you know what? Do you think it's because I know you spoke about procrastination? That's one of your issues. Do you think it's the lack of initiative? That's what I was getting to. It's a persistence for me. Okay. Like, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not the, like, if you and I come up with a plan, I'm not the person that's going to hold you accountable to. Okay. You said you was going to do it. So, like, why ain't you done it? I'm not going to be the nigga. Come on, bro. Wake up 9 a.m. Let's go to the gym, bro. Let's get these laps in. Like, like that almost irritates me. Why? But it's probably to a fault. Like, I just, I just uh, don't. I, I hate the rah-rah shit. I hate rah-rah shit, bro. I feel like if we put it out. And I know you need it sometimes. Like, yeah. sometimes it's called for it. It does help. Yeah. It just irritates me so much. I don't even know where that comes from. I don't. I need to ask. <laughs> I don't even know. Like but I hate that rah-rah. Like, one more lap to go. Like, and I feel like yeah. that's what people expect from a leader. Like, hey, man, get up, yeah. man. It's 7 o'clock, man. Let's get this done. We said we was going to do this. Like, I hate when people do that. I don't want to do it like we said we was going to do it. I'm an adult. You're an adult. Let's just do it. See, I think it's your none of the extra shit because you're you 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 grew up independent. Yeah. So you you almost was like, why do anybody need somebody to tell you to get up and do this? It's like, right. I need that. Like I was figuring this out when I was exactly. So I think it comes off to me being short sighted is all you don't want to do. When some people just need motivation or some Uh, people just need you to lead them down the path. Yeah. And I'm still still growing in the area. I was. What about you? It it tends to take a lot to get up in front of people and preach. Yes, it does. Your faith. So do you feel like you're a leader? You lead a household. So yeah, I'm sure that you, you know, it's it's weird because I, I. I'm not the we talk about uh you know al- alphas betas uh I think there's somewhere in between that or whatever. I think I'm somewhere in between that but like I'm not the most alpha male but I'm definitely not a beta male neither. I ain't letting stuff slide like that. Uh I guess it just I kept getting put in these places where it kept happening. Like I, I remember being and I and I don't have to be long with it but like being in school we being groups and I would be quiet because I was just a quiet kid and somebody else would just take lead in the group at school. But I, in my head, I people just be acting nervous in my head. I'd be like, why don't we just do this? But I wouldn't say nothing because I didn't have no confidence. I get older. Same thing. Uh, high school. We'd be in groups. I'd be like, why don't we do? I'd say a little bit, but I still just wasn't confident. So I wouldn't say it. But I always had that feeling inside, like step up, just just say something. I get to college. And that's where it started to begin, where I, I told you about, like, I could be whoever I want to be. And so all them things I felt inside of me, I just started leaning it out. Like, nobody know me here. I could, I, could, I feel like I can lead. And from that point, that's how I ended up going as a recruit. I was a time, uh, time, timekeeper. And then that next semester, I was, I was on the EC. And then that was the president. And then I ended up being the president. Yeah, I ended up being a president. So uh, even then, like recent, like a year or year and a half ago, I was uh, had jury duty, and you was people, the lead juror. I, kinda, yeah. Like I, 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 uh, I, I wouldn't even, that. I wouldn't even trying to be like. Well, I, I wouldn't definitely even, see that. I wouldn't like, want see, to Maurice. You, you may not be trying to do that, but you're such an inquisitive dude that people are going to, to gravitate towards that in a group set. Like they're gonna, oh, what do you think, Maurice? And then kind of start taking your lead. I could see that. That ain't a bad thing, though. Yeah. For me, that- I don't have the. I hate trying to sell people, convince them of my way of thinking, and it's mm-hmm. kind of arrogant because I feel like, listen, man, this is right. 
just listen to me I feel do that. it I get that. and you ain't got it like you ain't got it but then you get people well mm-hmm. what about this and i did like but what if you leave but what if you speak that this is this is where you stand make your own decision because that's ultimately what leadership that's usually is. how i am with, yeah that's, that's what i'm saying but that's ultimately what with. it is it's like i'm not telling you I now have like speaking to my in-law like we've had conversations and I didn't agree he wanted me to get on that wavelength of his thinking and I it was like I got to the point of my my thinking I was like I don't I don't agree and he's going and going and going and going I'm like I don't agree I'm sorry so I understand that too but like if you speak where you stand on it boom but now if we're talking about facts of the case or facts or whatever by any means so uh to put a bow on that um it just kind of kept naturally happening. I just kept getting put in these places where I had to leave because people wasn't moving. And I'm like, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So I just like, okay, I'm going to step up and do it because I've always had that internal feeling. And so from that point on, like I embrace leadership, but I also embrace, I'm a great follower too. Honestly, like I, I know how to follow leads and I try to figure out those relationships. So, uh, any advice you would give to people that are maybe in the same position as you, as we we get to the homework that's like i feel like i got leadership traits but for whatever reason maybe it's my confidence maybe it's uh uh maybe it's like you said my independence maybe it's the i don't want to be doing too much or whatever it is like what advice would you give they're on the same uh part of the journey as you where they're trying to move from just following to leading in areas start with one that one person they call it one lone wolf Start with that one person who's already kind of bought in, mm-hmm. lock in on that relationship and fine tune your leadership from there. Mm-hmm. Somebody that already like you ain't got to do too much convincing that already believes in you, already have a relationship with, that would look at you as a leader and fine tune that relationship. Help them the best that you can from that one person that grows because that one person tells somebody else and before you know it, it's somebody else. And mm-hmm. that's, I feel like, the correct way for leadership starting and being very hands-on with one person mm, I like it um to add to that from my my spot is if you are in that space of you, you're trying to you know because you're gonna always follow somewhere you're gonna follow somewhere you're gonna lead that's just how the, the natural progression of life but if you're in that position where you're trying to you, you you feel it inside that you you're ready to lead as i wrap here then just start putting a little bit out there just throw something out there see what people feel about it see what people say about it and start to have trust in your conviction or more so the direction you're trying to take it your intention that's the word i'm looking for that's what helps me lead i'm not the person who say come in every situation like oh well i'm gonna be the leader i'm never that person but if i see that's what it's called for that i'm see i'm a i'm a i'm a big time adjuster i'm a great adjuster so that's what I really do well. I'll adjust to whatever the situation is. So a lot of times I've just been in positions where I had to lead. So I, I had to embrace it. It still feels uncomfortable today. Still feels uncomfortable. But if you're in that position today, I would just say uh, trusting your intention. If your intention is for the greater good, go for it. Like, hey, y'all, look, why don't we try this? You ain't going to have all the right answers. Like, that's the misconception of leading. So, um but this might be something we'll, we'll, we'll probably allude to this a little bit. This might be a Tuesday episode again. You never know. We may talk a little bit more uh, down the road. But Spike, I wanted to ask, now that we are at the end of our show mm-hmm. and we're at the homework segment. Right. 
that you get a chance to check out the podcast Game of Thrones Season 8 Redux. I did not yet. Uh, I'm watching. I wanted to watch at least an episode. Okay. I didn't get to watch it, so I'm my apologies. But I I do have it on deck. I'm okay. gonna watch the episode tomorrow when I watch our Sopranos episode. Wait, wait, watch. Yes. We talk about watch. Because I want to watch it before I listen. Oh, you wanna go back it's, to it's season with eight? Season eight, right? Yeah. Yes. I wanna just just the end. Just a couple of, you know, episodes okay. when I have time during the day, just to get that feel again. And okay. when I hear them talk about it, I won't see be so lost. So that's my bad. I didn't get okay. to make it to that, but it is on the list, definitely one hundred percent. And I, I will have some uh bandwidth. We can add another homework. So I still take what you got this week too. Okay. Cool. That's funny you say that because the homework that you gave me, I did I did double double time on the homework. You got both of them though. I got both of them. <laughs> well, it was it was Top Boy and what else? And 1916 Project or 1619 oh, oh. Project. Oh, so, I'm glad you saw that. Did, did you? How many of them did you watch? Come on now, you know I ain't about to like. That's a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> like, come on though. I was asking. I, I, yeah, nah, I maybe nah. got excited and watched a couple of. Them. Well, you know what? Which one did you watch? The one on music. I watched one on race. Okay. You fine. like Nicole Hannah Jones? The lady doing her it. name sounds familiar. She almost looks familiar, it's, but I don't see her on there with the red hair. She just didn't seem like the lady that you would expect to be doing this type of research. You agree? With I that? liked her. I like. I like her. a lot. I, I, I like, like her. I, and she's I, just it, black, black. I don't really yeah. usually expect black, black people to do this. She like. And she, she mixed. up the scholarly. Yeah, she mixed, and she like black, black. She a doctor, and she was teaching in North Carolina. I want to say. Well, hard. It was somewhere. She was this whole thing about her professorship, and they tried to box out because she did this project. She yeah. actually lost her job, Hines. See, that's what I told you. I, I told you I lost my I like job. Low key for podcasting back then, man. I'm telling you. I fuck with Nicole Hines. So I think she did a good job. Glad I mean, you saw that. You think you think it was all right? It was just hell or what? It was I fine. I mean, it ain't, it ain't something I'll continue to watch because I'm just not the most informative guy. That's not my like. If I when I go to television, I'm not so much looking for. I didn't like school, bro. Like, I, I'm now you're gonna see what I have for you homework this week. So I'm not saying that I'm not against it. It could have maybe worked in the podcast space. Maybe could have. You know, uh, I think it was good. Production was great. I just it's probably like some of the stuff I've sent you where I feel like ah, oh, I gotta get through this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's I good. Did. Info. She did a podcast about it. It's a podcast. And I almost went to that. I was like, maybe I should go over here. But I was like, well, let me stick to the script. But, um. It's good info. It's good stuff. I'm I'm never mad to be open minded, but you just gotta be in that space for it, I guess. I, I, that's the best way I can put it. You know, because um, I still I, I and we can move on. Our story is black people. It's, it's such a challenging up up you know rise that it's it's just sometimes I just ain't in the space to you know hear that. But that and Top Boy, uh, Summer House. You found the right one. I found. I, yeah, I found the right okay. one. Yeah, with the uh, little boy on there, right? The little boy, which is crazy, because on the other one he's older, right? That's him on, yeah, on yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's the you know. Um, now you see what I was saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, yeah. the comparison to why I, I definitely, I definitely see what you're saying. I see where it is. Yeah. It, Did you like it? I, I don't. I, I, what I don't is it, the accents like what? What, what is it about? I what think the show. I think they got everything they need. I just don't. I don't like the struggle bus. Like I don't like seeing. I don't. I'm not. I don't care for like that struggle bus. Like that dust. I when I see us like in that selling the drugs <laughs> and this from the ground up, it just looked dusty to me. Like that's why I think uh, 
Snowfall done a great job with a, from a production standpoint. He might have been in the dusty phase, but it didn't feel dusty. Like, I don't know. I just don't like seeing it. It's like, I feel like I it like just. I like that grit like that, man. I, I don't feel like, like the wire I was like, like that, too. I like The that. wire was like that, too, but I just, I don't like that. Like, like that's why. I make it feel like a documentary. Yeah, let me pull, like, pull me up in the middle. Like, we talk about BMF. Pull me up in the middle, like Sopranos. Like, you, in you know, at the you end. Make it, yeah, you make it through these first four episodes, Deshaun, definitely. Like, you're going to like where it goes. Mm-hmm. 100%. He, it ain't forever dusty. Okay. <laughs> it ain't forever dusty. That's funny. He got to it. Yeah, he got to it. Okay, well, what homework you, you have this for? week? Oh, okay. Well, I got for you, and I don't know if you've checked this out yet. It's a podcast called Surviving Y2K. Have you heard this? I don't think so. Oh, man, bro. It's like six episodes. This, I, I, I'm, and I'm like I said, it's like a docu-series podcast. Bro, this like podcast. Yeah, from, like uh, from 99 going into 2000. I mean, we talk about they, he talks to the dude that came up with Y2K and like how it grew and how like ah oh man, even like people that was extreme that sold everything they had like, bro, oh my gosh, this was so good, dude. Like to me, I was like, cause it was like I remember that wave, and just for a dog, but like eh, we're in the year two thousand. Like it was so good so it's called surviving y2k podcast man i hope you get through all of it but if you don't i think by the time you get to like that third episode you're gonna be in a great space if you get there but i think it's it's gonna be compelling right away so now i have a second option if you don't if you're not in a podcast space i got an ep for you a little r&b kind of got that old school vibe but i think i'll say that for next week so we'll, we'll we'll go with this because I know you're more you of a podcast. You EP because I can get you to a podcast and an album as well. Okay, the EP is not new. I think it came out in 2011. It's uh, I mean, you like old school R and B? What do you want from me? Like, go oh, this on. is R and B. Yes, R and B. Yeah, that's why I say it's an EP. It's very short. I think it's six songs. Really good vibes. You can play around your girl. It's perfect. Uh, Verse Simmons. He was a real big deal at one point. Um, it's called Circa. Was it 96? Circa 98. Let me pull it up real, real quick. Um, I got it in my phone. Um, yeah, Circa 96, the prelude. So uh, I don't know if it's on streaming sites or not, but it's somewhere. Uh, it's really good. Vibes, smooth. Spe- them first three joints to me, right off rip. Like they got that vibe. You're going to ride around. Yeah, I mean, you gonna have a taco meat out, bro. It's Falls like Circa '96. Circa '96 oh, by Verse Simmons. You find it? It ain't on. It ain't on streaming sites. They got sex tape chronicles nah, to all the girls and diamonds. <sighs> Only albums he got on it. I yeah. see if I can't find it on YouTube. And maybe on all YouTube. Right. I got the mixtape uh, download or so. But yeah. My podcast is called The Drug Wars. I was listening to my guy Star Leo on 85 South and I saw the advertisement for this. It's a brand new podcast on The Drug Wars. I thought it would be interesting. I haven't gotten to listen yet, but I'm going to listen as soon as we get done here. Mm-hmm. Wanted to get your perspective on it too. Kind of since Snowfall is back out, we'll talk about it. That might be one day next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, The Drug Wars. That's the podcast. It's called The War on Drugs. Excuse me. The War on Drugs is what it's called. And the EP... Is called. Now I lost it. Looking for <laughs> Son of the City by Mac. Are you familiar with Mac from No Limit? 
I, I know y'all y'all big fans of him. Y'all talk about we him. Talk a about lot. him a lot. He was on the new documentary that they put out about um, Oh the the Young Thug by SL. Yeah, he was on that. Did you see it? Nah, y'all was speaking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mac was on that. I was surprised, but he actually has a new album, and it's adult contemporary. I think you may actually like this. It's called okay. Son of the City. He can still Mac rap. He's a really good. Rap. Yeah, he can still rap, but it's grown up rap. It ain't none of the shit that got him locked up. Good. And if you look at that YSL doc, you can tell he kind of like got the short end on the stick. Of course, we knew that because it's even more <laughs> yeah. story. But yeah, I think you may like this. It's called Son of the City by Mac, adult contemporary Mac rap. You'll even see from the cover how it looks. You're like, oh, okay, this is some grown man shit. But I think you'll like it. Okay. So that that is uh we got we both got two that options. That concludes like our production of mm. Beyond Deck. No, I'm sorry. Another week in the books. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that concludes our production. What were you about to say, my friend? Yeah, nothing. Uh, as we conclude, y'all can go, you know, like you said, go check out On Deck, man. Uh, Spike, man, run off all your, where you at, man? Because you on everything right now, real quick, before I run off our stuff. I'm glad you asked before we left because something new is kicking off. Catch me as we do on Tuesdays. You can catch the live stream of the Dead End Sports with my good, the good guys from Dead End over there. Frames per second podcast going to be doing a collaboration this season with Snow School. So I want to give you a review for Snow School every week, every three or four episodes. I'm going to collaborate with the Frames per second cast and we'll come collectively as a unit and review it. But I'm going to be here for you every week with Snow School. It's going to be on my feed. It's going to be on their feed as well. Just broaden the scope for it there. First episode should drop tomorrow. Uh, so Snow School will be ready for you before the weekend is over. Of course, Snowfall is back. It's the unofficial official podcast of the Snowfall series. So that is back. And of course, you're on Deck TV podcast every Wednesday. And here, 10 year anniversaries this year. And here, another week in the books on a Friday. Man. Yes, sir. And and y'all can also find our other podcast. He's a busy man, man. He they paid his oh, brother. And good earners, yeah. Yeah, good earners. Uh, reviewing the Sopranos. It comes out every Thursday. Uh, we're about to wrap up the first season here real shortly, but man, we're doing good stuff over there. So go check it out. It'll give you a reason to check out a dope show, the best show of all time. And if you haven't already, man, go check out my fictional podcast called Roll the Audio Drama Series. It's fire. It grows each season. Three strong seasons out there, man. Y'all go check that out, man. It has been another week in the books. <laughs>